Once upon a time, there was a little boy called Howard who loved writing stories. Little Howard dreamed of being a writer And so he sat down to every nighter But everything he wrote was fucking shite, yeah wubba dubba do wubba dubba do Worst writer in the world 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 He's a stupid This week's plot so far is by Keith Somerville. Ooh. The kids continue their adventures in the Holiday Resort Casino and Cabaret Motel. Mm -hmm. Prince Carlos gets bollocked for breaking curfew by the ever-watchful Ms Stone. Mm -hmm. Unperturbed, he heads off to the casino to do some underage gambling and drink milk. Hmm. Meanwhile, jealous Jenny-file (laughs) Derek catches his beloved sitting on a bed with Nigel discussing holidays and lentils. Even though he is a mere poetry ponce and Nigel has got muscles, Derek challenges him to a punch-up in the car park, during which they assault a passing policeman. (laughs) Hapless human toilet, (laughs) Rafe, meanwhile, is in the jaws of a chronic gambling addiction. Not content with losing all his money, he then gambles away the bus, his only source of income and the only thing keeping him from a life of destitution, begging like a stray dog for scraps on the mean streets of Portsmouth. Back in the hotel, the criminal masterminds who carried out the daring raid on the vending machine have met with Polly, a religious do-gooder, to ask her advice. Polly says she will help fence their stolen goods. (laughs) Carlos wins big at the casino, pointlessly as he's already enormously rich. Piss twins, Cara and Sara, are in the swimming pool, probably pissing in it. So we begin this week as we ended last week with Sarah and Kara who've gone to the swimming pool. This is great, Kara shouted. Yes, wonderful. Probably would have been better if you'd changed first. <laughs> yeah, good observed one. the pool attendant who had just arrived. I don't think your mum will be very pleased that you've been swimming in your school uniform. We're practising for grade three. You have to wear clothes for that. Aye, well, just you behave yourselves. The attendant left the the pool as he was off duty. We will, Kara shouted back. We will. I wish we could have the wave machine switched on, though, spluttered Sarah. Perhaps we can. (laughs) Derek and Nigel had returned. He is a bad, bad man. Who is? The pool attendant is a bad man. Terrible man, yeah, yeah. Just leave these two kids in a pool. He's actually short. <laughs> you can't yeah. be. All right, I'm off home now. But Whatever you do, don't press that button that <laughs> says wave machine on. All right, look, it's over here. It's a big red one. Don't press that. It'll switch the wave machine on. And don't press that. Release the shark. <laughs> it's over here, will you? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> no, we won't. Don't worry. Okay, I'm gonna press the button. <laughs> don't even want to tell you what happens when you press that one. <laughs> Alligators come out. <laughs> Grapes, <laughs> it's fine. Just like the grapes. Yeah. Shout filled grapes. <laughs> shark filled grapes. I see there's some very big grapes or very small sharks. Yeah. And if it's small sharks that fit in a grape, don't worry it's about it. Just so they're annoying. Somewhere between medium sized <laughs> sharks inside medium sized grapes. 
Well, not medium, <laughs> medium sized grapes. <laughs> still massive. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's grapes are bigger, dimensionally transcendental grapes. Todd, Todd yeah. grapes. There's more sharks on the inside of these grapes than there are on the outside of these grapes. <laughs> That's not strictly true, because there's one shark on the inside of this grape. And I mean, outside of this grape is all the other sharks that exist, all right? So, so I mean, what you're saying is patently untrue. Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> Alison, Amy and Anne, fuck. Who the fuck are they? <laughs> <laughs> Who the fuck are they? <laughs> well, that's like I kind of like looked back at my cast list and suddenly went, "Oh shit, I yeah. forgot about them three. All right, so Alison is timid and Anne is Donna Noble, so they were sitting together on the bus. Oh yeah, and Amy is uh, Scottish. Susan Cheese in a bag. Mm. Yeah, because Amy Pond, wouldn't it? That'd be why you said she was Scottish. Mm. All right, so they're having a midnight feast. the The fact that it was not actually midnight did not bother them, and the apparent lack of food did not seem. To have that is not what Mazzy a midnight either. feast is. Yeah, yeah. They were having a conversation. Yeah, they were having a chat at 11 o'clock. <laughs> not but, a midnight yeah, feast. Yeah, they, they hadn't called it a midnight feast, but the, the, for some reason the narrative <laughs> the did. Right to the yeah. fucking moron writer. Yeah. Alice and Amy and Anne were not having a midnight feast. It's <laughs> much quicker. Yeah. Okay, they were deep in discussion. Oh, fuck. No. Nothing about their names here at all. Well, whatever they're talking about, whatever their subject matter is, that's who they are. Well, I don't like them anyway. I'm glad they haven't come. Oh, fucking Timp! <laughs> I like Paul! <laughs> She's a silly cow who believes in silly fairy tales. No, no, about... no, the, the person that says that that, that that will be... You think it's the other way around? Yeah, it's definitely the other way around, because she, she hated everyone, didn't all she, right. that one? I'm fucking Timp. Well, I don't like them anyway. I'm, I'm glad they haven't come. Um, I like Paul. Oh, a fucking temp. <laughs> She's a silly cow who believes in silly fairy tales about some chap what makes chairs. Oh, because he's a carpenter. Okay. I was like, what? Like, God. <laughs> like, God never made chairs. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, God made everything. So oh, God yeah. did, strictly speaking, no, make no, chairs. The fifth day, God made a chair. Yeah. <laughs> and he saw that chair was good and he sat on it. <laughs> and it was and like, oh, that's covered chairs. On the fifth day, God created chairs and everyone was like, thank fuck for that. I've been needing a sit down for ages. <laughs> and, the, and the sixth day, was like, ah, let's make some cushions now. <laughs> and chairs were better. Yes, because everyone had a painful bum. <laughs> yeah, the Bible as read by a bad Alec Guinness impersonation. <laughs> <coughs> these aren't the chairs I'm looking for. <laughs> yeah, you want these chairs? No, I'm looking for just chair. any chairs. It's fine. Uh, it's the comfy chairs. I don't care which chairs they are. It's just, just chairs. This chair has got the plans for the Death Star in it. <laughs> you don't want that chair. I just want to sit down. I don't care whether it's got plans for the Death Star in it. Well, we want to sit in this chair. It's, it can, <laughs> yeah, it's fine. I don't it care. speaks three million languages. Well, I just don't want to have. I don't want to have a like long conversation. I just want to sit down. Oh yeah, Ob- Obi Wan Kano chairs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've got no chairs. <laughs> You have got chairs. Yeah. <laughs> just that'd be a good scene. Oh, you want two Jedi masters just mind tricking each other mm. over and over again? Would be, yeah. yeah. 
We'll do that. We should do that. Okay, we'll do that. You like bees. I do like bees. <laughs> Hold on a second. I know what you're doing to me. No, you like bees. I do like bees. Yeah, uh, oh, wait a minute. You uh, did it to me as well. Okay, you like chess. Oh, I do like chess. Hold on. It's cotton picking minute now. You like chess. Oh, I do like chess. Oh, oh, you want to make me three sandwiches. I do. I want to go downstairs. And you got to go and make me three, set, three cheese sandwiches. I will go. Hold on a second. Yeah, I you trick me again. I did trick you. Jedi mind trick me. I might. Jedi mind trick me. Make your own sandwiches. Doesn't make me three sandwiches. Oh, I was just going to make myself some sandwiches. Oh, you almost got me there. I was going to make some sandwiches. Okay. You want to suck my penis? Yes, I do. Okay, how's it going? Yes. I might Jedi mind trick you. Yeah. Like rewind to th- to ten minutes earlier. Mm. You will tell me you want. I want to suck your penis. It's audio, but you can't see all the time. He's pointing at his t-shirt. <laughs> it says, "Let me suck your cock." <laughs> so Jedi t-shirt yes. trick you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's more powerful than the Jedi mind trick. The Jedi t-shirt trick. Yeah. It's the only way to trick a Jedi into mind tricking you into so, doing the thing you already. That's what, want that's to what do. Jedis would do now. Is they'd get into advertising, yeah. wouldn't they? Such a cynical age. Jedi mind trick everyone into buying the new iPhone, even though it's only got one fucking <laughs> one hole. fucking hole in it. <laughs> That's for your penis. <laughs> a Jedi allows his penis to fit into any hole. <laughs> <laughs> he feels his penis flowing through the hole. It doesn't matter how thin the hole is. <laughs> Shut up, Chewbacca. <laughs> You're not one to do it. Bring a bit of Star Wars. Just another go home and look after Lumpy. <laughs> <laughs> That's the name he has for his penis. <laughs> yes, the holiday special isn't canon. That's what he calls his penis. <laughs> At this time of day, every day he goes home and looks after Lumpy. <laughs> it looks like we're going back to the casino, as you um, implied. Because the first line of the next scene is... Ching, 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 went the one-armed bandit. <laughs> Not that, I'm afraid. Okay. No, it is a person, and it's the <laughs> the roulette banker. Ha-ha! <laughs> Yay, the it roulette banker. That, I'm just remembering that. Um, so can you guess what the roulette banker's first words are? Red. Go on, channel yourself. I mean, you're halfway there. That is correct. 13. No. Because 13 is black. Red 21. No. 33. <laughs> No. One. Thirty-six. Yes. <laughs> I think that's pretty good. I, like our phone numbers only took you like five or six to get there. That's that's not bad. That's not bad. So like if I ever go to a, cu- a casino roulette, a casino, a casino roulette. Then you should bet on red thirty-six. I shall bet on four numbers rather than one, and then I know okay. that I'll win. <laughs> In fact, I'll bet on four, and then I'll take take my bet off the first three. <laughs> yeah, just bet on number four, and you'll definitely win. That is how probability works. Mm. Isn't that right, Doctor Who? <laughs> okay, so the croupier shouts, Red 36! Because I've got no idea what the croupier sounded like. Yes! shouted Ken and... Oh, sorry, I thought it was two characters. Because it said, yes, shouted Ken and Patel. But that's not what it says. It says, yes, shouted Ken and patted Carlos. (laughs) So um, I better do Ken's voice then if it's only one person speaking. Yes, shouted Ken and patted Carlos on the back. I think it's rather bad of me to um, write out Patel as well. It's kind of... um, (laughs) Yeah, yeah. He's the only... um, Only non-white character. Minority character, wasn't he? He's a real minority now. He doesn't exist. Yeah. (laughs) 
Okay, uh, yes, shouted Ken and patted Carlos on the back. Well done. Thanks to your money, we've won the school bus back. Bit presumptuous, isn't it? It's bit, um, you know, he's just going, oh, well, thanks thanks for winning that money. I'm just going to take it and buy the bus that we, the irresponsible adults, uh, just lost by being morons on a roulette table. Well, I thought, I've had a think about this, and <laughs> yeah. he's not allowed to play Carlos anyway, oh. so um, if Ken True. wasn't there to say, yes, I'm responsible for this yeah, money, then Carlos money. couldn't keep the money, so... Okay. So, yes, yeah, it's, it's a, it's a grey area. It's a moral yeah. grey area, letting eight-year-olds play fruit machines, isn't mm-hmm. it? <laughs> Okay, so next scene, the five girls sat in the hotel restaurant. Well, hey, a scene with all five of the girl characters in. This is going to be exciting. This is going to be easy. Exciting. Um, they were all eating. Surprise. So they've got to do five different girl voices <laughs> plus with food in their mouths. Yeah, okay. <laughs> this is great, managed Anne with a mouthful of chicken. <laughs> She's got a whole chicken in her yeah, mouth. A living chicken. <laughs> yeah. So, and she's not hungry, she just likes putting chickens in her mouth, mm. I reckon. Right, who's this? I love sucking on a live chicken. Sucking it. its eggs out. Sucking the eggs out of that chicken. Alright, so who's the vegetarian? Uh, Linda McCartney. <laughs> so helpful. It's anyone I can think Claire, of. Claire, right? Claire. Yeah, Claire. Claire follows short. Oh, right. I don't, I don't know how you can eat it. Do you know what happens to them? How they're killed? It's not dead, is it? I thought we established yeah. that it was a living chicken. Yeah. Well, what happens to them is... Uh, what happens to living chickens is that Anne puts them in her mouth. And <laughs> yeah. she's like, why are you doing this? Do you know what's happening to that chicken? She's like, what happens to them? Does Clara go on to elaborate as to what happens Claire's to them? Claire's going to say that, but no, Paul is going to interrupt her. Paul says, shut it. Why don't you shut your mouth? <laughs> why are you talking? Why are you going on about animal stuff? <laughs> I mean, she says shut it, but it's very difficult to do Paul in a short way. Yeah, isn't isn't she supposed to believe in Jesus? Yeah, Paul She's like shut up about fucking animals. Shut it. Paul halted her abruptly. She'd heard the story before, and it was not something to really talk about at the table. Yeah, not when yeah. you're eating chicken. Exactly. It's like shut up. I don't want to hear how my dinner died. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, That's because what she's saying, right? yeah, because Claire knows exactly how each chicken <laughs> died individually. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, a, not just one, one ran into a tramp sack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, one went into a chicken shop. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and also, like, uh, Claire knows everything, so she knows how your cheese sandwich died as yeah. well, like, how your salad died. <laughs> yeah. Do you, she's like, do you know how much that lettuce screamed when it was pulled off its stalk? <laughs> right in front of its mother and father as well. <laughs> Crying lettuce, mum. Huh, said Claire, and carried on eating her vegetable casserole. Yeah. <laughs> oh, vegetable casserole. What time is it? Because, like, they arrive really late and hey, they've gone on a it's load of adventures. always time for vegetable casserole. <laughs> Apparently so. This restaurant is great, but I suppose yeah. it is a gold hotel, so you've got to expect good service, right? Yeah. Gold service. <laughs> yeah, so 1am. <laughs> yeah, Silver service, really, isn't it? 1am, <laughs> um, you can get vegetable casserole in the restaurant if you want. Yeah. Brilliant. Um, but you can, can't you, in a hotel? You can go you can get, get some food whenever you feel like it. No, you can get room service, but you can't get... Restaurants do close in hotels. Maybe it's a McDonald's. Yeah, yeah. Can I have a McDonald's vegetable casserole, please? (laughs) Never a better meal have I tasted. It's a very complicated sentence to use. Oh, no, hang on. It's a fucking... Oh, okay. That's Yoda. Yoda's there. No, it's it's because it's a a structure called inversion, which is used for emphasis. But I just noticed it's because it's a poem. 
<laughs> Never a better meal have I tasted. Now Amy. let's go upstairs Amy. and get fucking wasted. Yeah, so Amy, Amy's going to do a little poem about her dinner, because <laughs> that's normal. Never a better meal have I tasted. This food is truly well plated. <laughs> like, the food's not but not so great, but the plate, the way they put it on the plate is brilliant. Didn't drop any. Well, well plated. Well plated. It's delicious and tender and superbly cooked. It's almost as good as being... Oh, hello. Mm-mm, ended Amy as Polly slapped a hand over her mouth. Oh, there you're doing a bit of good old-fashioned comedy. Oi, said Amy as she pushed the hand away. I was quoting then. It's almost as good as being clucked. Yes, I was quoting that amazing poem about <laughs> how good it is to be clucked. Yeah, this is one of those magical moments where I go, like, now I need to make a joke, but I haven't got one, so I <laughs> yeah. just put a word in. Well, I mean, the thing is, it is, but you've already made the joke, because the joke is done, and you almost, you don't really need to explain what she was going to say. You just you could move on. I was on. going to say clucked, Doctor yeah. Who, <laughs> yeah, like yeah. that famous poem <laughs> by that bloke that writes poetry. Yeah, the clucking Mr. Fred Mr. Chicken. Mr. Chicken. <laughs> yeah, um, Paul says, Being clucked? What's being clucked? <laughs> Why are you talking about clucking cluck? me? It doesn't mean anything that's being <laughs> Wait! screamed Kara as she dived into the pool with its wave machine on at full blast. Yeah! Sarah joined her. Hurrah! she cried. The water was sloshing up and down very fast and getting higher up the side of the pool each time, until it was splashing over the sides. Faster, faster, faster! I'm surprised they have a setting that allows that to happen, but I guess it's like Daleks spinning around, isn't it? What they got that installed for? <laughs> Who put that? Who put that in? Spin around and explode setting. So, how would you remember Marcus and Jenny? I remember Jenny because she's the one that's got really massive hair. <laughs> massive hair, yeah. yeah. Really clean hair as well. Yeah. Like, no dandruff. That's the yeah. first thing you notice about her. You're like, oh, yeah. that girl's got no dandruff. Wow. Mm-hmm. Right. Beautiful. And you remember Marcus? Marcus, oh, yes, hello. In the future, I'm going to have my skeleton eaten. <laughs> you remember him having his skeleton eaten? Yeah, 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 in Midnight Smoke, but that's the future. Okay. At the moment, he's just a kid going around with his skeleton intact. What's it? Okay, so this skeleton full character, Marcus, <laughs> yeah. right? What What is his character within this? He's well, just actually, a friend of Derek. He, he is, but he, he's, look, he's turning out to be a bit of a chancer, I reckon, oh, yeah. because like he wasn't interested in Jenny. Uh, you know, right. Nigel and Derek were. They're fighting over her, but then they, go, they left her alone. They went ah, outside yeah. to fight, leaving her all alone. Yes. And Marx is like, oh, hello, Jenny. Oh, I just moved perhaps, straight into uh, Yes, perhaps you'd like to hang out with me instead. But especially when she's annoyed with those two fighting over and how stupid that is. Yeah. I'm not a prize to be won. Yeah. And Marx is like, I'm not even slightly interested in winning you. Perhaps you fancy me instead. Yes, I mean, <laughs> I'm not interested in women. Can I take you shopping? Yeah. That's what we're going yeah, to do now, right? Yeah, absolutely. so th- those two have kind of ended up together. Mm. Right, so this next scene's got it's got Marcus and Jenny in it, right? Brilliant. But there is absolutely no way of telling who is saying what. Can you not pan ahead until you get to a point where one... I have? I've read the whole scene. Oh, okay. And there is no way of knowing. Give me the first line. Oh well, no, the first line is the all-night shopping precinct. There's an all-night shop shopping precinct. 
in this service station hotel. Yeah. A, sh- yeah. a precinct. A precinct as well. Mm. Um, and they're going to the bookshop of the all-night shopping precinct, which is on in the basement floor of this this service station hotel. <laughs> okay. This is brilliant. Inside the bookshop of the all-night shopping precinct, Marcus and Jenny were looking at the romance novels on display. <laughs> All right? <laughs> yeah, she's a very forward-thinking girl. <laughs> All right, so Jenny... Reddit? Reddit. You have? Oh, yes. Don't you just love it when he returns to her after ten years? And she thinks it's his ghost, but he kisses her, and she knows it's him for real. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Hmm... Pretty pathetic, really. Considering it happens in all of her books. Yeah. Hmm. Faster. 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 Oh. Hey, that is pretty pathetic if that author that writes that always writes a scene where (laughs) someone comes back and someone thinks there's a ghost and then they kiss and it turns out not to be a ghost. That is... Well, it's kind of ambitious in a way. (laughs) To be that specific and go every single... I can't believe this is the 10th book I've read by this woman Mm. and it's another... (laughs) It's this scene again. You'd suspect she was just publishing the same book with a different title. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) There's a lot... I don't know if you remember, but when we wrote the mm. adventure of the Glow in the Dark Chickens. Oh yeah, I remember that. We would... Fantastic story about Great Ben Sheaf that is available now from shops. Absolutely, and although by the time we release this, it's probably available for free. But mm. if you buy the if audiobook, you get, you get loads of extras. So you yes. should buy the audiobook anyway, because tons of amazing extras on that that you don't get in the podcast. Um, but in the story, uh, do you remember, we often found that Dagenham was a little bit unnecessary yeah that we found like he was one character too many yeah right and we'd write a chapter and then three characters was too many two was (laughs) almost too many yeah yeah we'd write a story uh, like a chapter get to the end and realize that although Dagenham had been there Mm. throughout he hadn't really said anything and you have to go back and give him a couple of lines I feel like there's a lot of Dagenham's in this story yeah (laughs) right I mean there is one particularly Derek but um but not him, but people like uh, Danzy, mm-hmm. who often doesn't really get anything Anyone that say. begins with the letter D, really. Yeah. Um, Allison. Dallison. <laughs> Dallison, yeah. Who's, um, who's Allison, anyway? She's, she's a timid, timid one. one. Okay. Yeah, I think so. Um, yeah, and she doesn't get to say much, because she doesn't need to be there most of the time. Is well, she? she's there being timid. I mean, if she yeah. wasn't there being timid, then <laughs> who would be there being timid? Uh, it's, it's just interesting. I think you could have you could have shaved it down to about 12 characters. Um but you don't understand Those the, two at the back role of the bus. she's going to play later on when she's a character arc and becomes untimid. Okay, that'll be good. I'm looking forward to that. Well, there's no proof she's timid so far. She could just be, like, boiling away under slightly. Yeah, yeah. Un- boiling away under slightly. Boiling away under slightly. Yeah, she yeah, could yeah. be doing that. <laughs> or whatever that's, I'm talking about, she could be doing that. What she, I mean, you've got to say yes, so that is definitely... Yeah. That's what she's doing. She's boiling away under slightly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to change... Hang on, I'm going to change the character list. <laughs> All right, let's have a look. Alison... Boiling away under under slightly. Okay, that's done. She's not timid anymore. All right. (laughs) Uh, All right. So we're back with the boys. Yeah. This is which one? Danzy. The only ones that we uh, that are in it at the moment. Oh. Ninth floor and still no luck. Mm. I hope we didn't come up all these stairs for nothing. Complained Brent. And me said Daniel. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they got a line! Yay, Danzy's in it! Okay. He's good, he's one of my favourites. <laughs> he's got a good voice. Think I don't? Do you? Think I don't, do you? Think I don't, do you? <laughs> uh, could you ask that question? <laughs> I'm not sure I understand it. Well, it's very simple, isn't it? Think I don't, do you? <laughs> do you think I don't, do you? Uh, yes. That's the wrong answer, Adric. <laughs> it's I don't think I do, don't you? <laughs> 
Well, I know a lot of you really enjoyed all that piss that went on that bus driver in the very first chapter, and yeah, you're going, yeah. we want more piss going more on piss. people on adults. We want more piss on adults. And, um, <laughs> and there was a really good... The story oh. delivered. <laughs> it did, but we've cut it. Yeah. It was too good. It was... <laughs> It was too good. Basically, there was more piss play because Kara and Sarah, the twins, the twins went upstairs, got a bucket full of piss, and yeah. balanced it on top of a door. <laughs> Where did it... they get a bucket of piss from? Anyway, <laughs> they, they got it. They found it somewhere. They went and squoze Carlos a bit more <laughs> over a bucket this yeah, time yeah. instead of into a balloon. Yeah, yeah, and they and it fell on Miss Stone. Right? Yeah. She was well annoyed, but then that's not enough. Oh, she, so she went to the bathroom to clean up. To clean up. Yeah, and the twins locked her in they there. Locked her in there. She couldn't get out. Yeah. But eventually she did. It was all very exciting and took an incredibly long time to happen and so we cut it. Mm. So Miss Stone, she gets out of the toilet, she's back in the corridors parading with her marching band mm -hmm. and the, one of the first things she comes across is Nigel and Derek just on their way from assaulting that police officer. <laughs> yeah. But she doesn't know that. Yeah. But she does know they're not in their room. They're out of their room. This is bad stuff. So she, she sent them straight back and locked the door, probably. I don't know. Mm. Yeah, fight, fight. Probably not lock the door because of the whole fire problem. <laughs> right. But she's put them back in their room. And now we are back with Miss Stone and her hunt for the twins. Satisfied that Derek and Nigel would not be leaving their rooms again in a hurry, Miss Stone decided to continue the hunt for the twins who she was convinced had locked her in the toilet. And she's right about that, yeah? Um, they weren't in their rooms, so it had to be them, she thought. Where would they head, she wondered probably to the ground floor. There was a swimming pool there. She's a genius. Oh. She's like, she's nailed those two because that is where they went. They went to the swimming pool. The swimming pool. pool's on the ground floor, is it? Well, that's, that's what she says. Oh, cool. Which is weird because the precinct is on the on floor minus one. So they've got a swimming pool above the shopping precinct. Mm -hmm. Is that going to cause problems? But if the water keeps going faster and faster and faster, oh, it is. Oh, wow, okay, okay. And then, yeah. like, floods the bookshop. That is, this is going to be a big problem if someone's decided to make a wave machine that's <laughs> capable of, like, breaking a hotel down. Yeah. <laughs> Should have installed that, that yeah. realistic tsunami wave machine that we had put in. Oh, no, the hotel's gone. I thought the gold walls would <laughs> protect us, but no. no. The hotel is washed away down the M1 to. <laughs> it's mm. in Derby now. <laughs> maybe this isn't set now maybe this is like the Aztec civilization when everything was kind of the same except we're made of gold yeah yeah the, the Aztecs in, the, in, in England yeah, yeah and this is yeah, how okay. the Aztec civilization was destroyed yeah uh, by, by that by their wave machines mm. <laughs> yeah that, let's go with that I'm gonna say yes uh, yeah, got so it. Got the Aztecs um, the, oh, they had motorway service stations you say yes and. made of gold yeah and and, um, and uh, unfortunately that turned out to be a really stupid idea I mean a civilization can't support such extravagance exactly and they that was their kind of hubristic downfall was they they built their great like uh, monoliths of gold, their gold buildings and their gold buses yep. and their gold bus drivers and their yeah. gold pie and chips yeah. and eventually it, it had to go wrong and the the one oddly the one thing that pushed it over the edge was their love of wave machines hmm. and they put them everywhere schools hotels restaurants everywhere you went there's a wave machine and everybody knows apart from the Aztecians that the um, well, the, the kryptonite to gold is water <laughs> yeah because yeah. Yeah, water because gold just can't stand up to it it's washed away into the sea yeah paper wrap stone <laughs> stone blunt knife yeah water washing gold sticks bricks away <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that is how that game works. Let's quickly play it. You ready? One, two, three. Oh, I had oh, gun. I've got gun. <laughs> I had gold, and you had gun. Gun shoots person playing game yeah. and always wins. <laughs> Brilliant. All right. 
so uh, so so yeah, Mrs. Ms. Stone is turning out to be much cleverer than I feel we gave her credit for in the past because she's immediately gone. I bet it was the twins. Yeah, and, it, and she's right. Yeah. and I bet they've gone down to test the swimming pool, and she's absolutely she is right. right. She's right. Yeah. She's about to get wrapped by paper though. So then, she, what's she going to do now? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, she's got to go and try and find <laughs> Mr. Scissors. Yeah. to play that game, <laughs> and she'll win. Win, yeah. <laughs> Not against Mr. Gunn, though. No, no, nobody, no wins, wins against nobody Mr. wins Gunn. against Mr. Gunn. <laughs> okay, so um, probably to the ground floor, there's a swimming pool there, she remembered. Or perhaps the shopping precinct. Yes, that's where they'd be, she oh, decided. She's, she's oh, wrong. She, got it, she got it right, but then she doubted herself. And she can only check one place, of course. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Well, Mr. Gunn's going to be down there. <laughs> that's the end of her yeah. when she goes to Mr. Gunn's gun shop. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so Tommy... Who loves war. <laughs> yeah, uh, Brent. Britain's youngest <laughs> novelist. And Dan Z. Yeah, carry on. Him, right? <laughs> he um, of the many names. Uh, having, having robbed a vending machine and decided that tonight's not the best time to open a shop, right? They're going to do that tomorrow. We'll do that tomorrow. tomorrow. <laughs> um, they've, they've got themselves involved in a new... Um, a uh, nude adventure. A new, a new, a new, sorry, a new, a new adventure. adventure. Yeah, yeah. They found that the lifts aren't working and oh. they want to know why. What a mystery. Let's go upstairs and investigate. On the top floor... The three intrepid adventurers stared at the bins which stopped the lifts from going anywhere. I think I'm being kind by calling them intrepid adventurers. Yeah, yeah. I think the three, three stairs, boys. Stairs users. Three boys that <laughs> use their legs to climb some stairs. Yeah. yeah. Well done. Who rob a, well, rob a, a candy machine. This is the final frontier. <laughs> yeah, the tenth floor stairs. Yeah. But yeah, so they, they've, um, staring at the bins which stopped the lifts from going anywhere. Yeah. Tommy, okay. There, I knew we'd solve this mystery. Again, they're being a bit too nice to themselves as well, aren't they? Uh, exclaimed Tommy as he removed both bins. Come on, he said, and the three of them hopped into a lift and headed off to more adventure. Oh, wow. Well, that's probably true. I mean, if this is an adventure then, <laughs> going upstairs and moving a bin, then pretty much everything is, right? They go downstairs and, like, look at a wall. <laughs> They're like, whoa, this is amazing. <laughs> I'm having the best day. I looked at a wall, I moved a bin, and I ate a crisp. Now, they didn't even eat the crisp, did they? Because they felt guilty felt and donated guilty them to the someone. Yeah, Gret Benchley for the adventure of moving a bin. I mean, yeah, it doesn't really... <laughs> that's what this one's got to be called, though. That's why he won't hang out with these guys. Like, that's not an adventure. <laughs> yeah, it's not that they don't like him, it's that he Eating really two suitcases full of cake, that's a fucking adventure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So they've gone off to more adventure. More bin-moving adventure. <laughs> God, they've become bin men, basically. <laughs> Yeah. These rich bin men yeah. <laughs> in a gold refuse truck picking up gold bins. If they, the weren't, gold. if they weren't a school for gifted children and loaded and everything, I, would, I wouldn't predict great things for their future. But <laughs> They can buy their way into anything, it's fine. What have we got on your CV? What have you got on your CV, Danzy? Well, I've got moved a bin. <laughs> <laughs> Climb some stairs, move a bin. <laughs> anything else? No, that's it. You can be bin man. Oh, my first day is oh, bin actually, man. There is one other thing on my CV. I've got have rich parents. Oh, you can be prime minister then. Uh. Okay, back to the swimming pool with twins Kara and Sara. Ooh, naughty kids. Oh dear, said Kara. I think it's going a bit too fast. 
By now, the water was out of the pool. <laughs> right. <laughs> Where's it going? So they're just standing in an empty <laughs> pool, going, I think they, I think we put it on the wrong setting. <laughs> we put yeah. it on water leave pool <laughs> setting. That was wrong. Yeah. We put it, should have kept it on water stay in pool setting yeah. and just have kind of gentle waves. That would have been better. Uh, why then? At this setting, though, you know. <laughs> All right, so by now the water was out of the pool and... Down a corridor. No, seriously. And the water was out of the pool and out the doors and off towards the main reception, making a bulge in the floor. That is a weird way of describing it. It makes it sound like the water is like a body, like it's morphed into a weird kind (laughs) of, like a supervillain, like Sandman, but with water. Yeah. You know? Was it, it making a bulge in? What's getting well, I think, in? I think it's um, too heavy. I mean, it doesn't say. Too heavy for what? It's making left. a bulge in the floor. It's so got it's, out of the swimming pool. It's gone down the corridor and yeah. it's made a bulge in the corridor. Well, I guess it's on its floor. way. The thing is, it says it's on its way to reception. Yeah. So it's flowing water. But, but at some point, it's kind of collected together in a big kind of heavy ball of yeah. water. And it's it's so heavy that it's actually making the floor... The, which the floor, which is apparently made of rubber, yeah. <laughs> right? like bulging downwards. Yeah, because moving water doesn't make bulges. No. Moving water just carries on. No, yeah, exactly. It would definitely water it and staying in one place where it oughtn't to be. Yeah, on some rubber. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what's happening. So it's heading towards reception, but then it's stopped, probably at the vending machine. Right. It's stopped to get a candy bar. Mm-hmm. Right. It's gone. Oh, oh, brilliant Twixes. Yeah. And uh, but you know, it doesn't realise how heavy it is. But it finds that grab and she's mugged all the <laughs> Twixes. <laughs> yeah. He ate them all like an hour ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's in the he's in the luggage store buying some more suitcases. <laughs> Finding out where the nearest shop is. And they're like, oh, it's a service station, it's just over there. The lift made a ping as it arrived on the below ground floor. Mm. Okay, so that makes sense. Tommy, Daniel and Brent exited it in that order. <laughs> it's important to know. Tommy, uh, Daniel and Brent exited it. Wait, but how... <laughs> In what order? In that order. Okay, cool. I feel better now. Wow, exclaimed Daniel, getting a line brilliant. This whole building is gigantic. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Weirdly so. Yes, it's great. Come on. Tommy led them off round the corner, and a big crowd of people... (laughs) This is a big crowd. Yeah, yeah, okay, let's change it. Yeah. Got to say yes. Yeah. Um, and a big crab who had been waiting <laughs> for the lift for about 20 minutes piled into the second... Mm. Piled in. Oh, wow. No, a big crowd of people. A big crowd of people mm. who had been waiting for the lift for about 20 minutes Wow. piled in. So because the twins like stopped the lift up on the 10th floor... No one else in the hotel has been able to change floors. They've yeah. all just been completely stranded. There are all these dumb rich people who don't know what stairs, stairs are. are. <laughs> right? They've never had to use them before, and they're all standing on the below ground floor going, Oh dear, Trevor, I think I think we have to live here now. The <laughs> lift isn't coming. Shall we make some kind of house? All right, I think that's wonderful that they've just been waiting for 20 minutes mm. for a lift that just wasn't coming. And also that you can see is stuck on the 10th floor. Maybe they're all like legless people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And like, so they can't... You, and you don't mean drunk, right? You mean people who've actually left their legs somewhere. Yeah, I mean um, you know, people that can't walk. <laughs> yeah, okay. Walkless people. Walkless people, yeah. Mm. Well, maybe there's um, a wheelchair shop in the precinct. Right, they've all and, got, yeah, and I've they've all gone, gone like, I, I need a wheelchair because I lost my legs yesterday. Yeah. And they've like twenty people. Uh, they're uh, they're on some they're on a trip. They're on a bus trip mm-hmm. for, for people who don't have legs. Uh, and they've gone. 
Uh, this is stupid. We're, well, the bus is great, but we need wheelchairs. Let's go to the wheelchair shop in the all-night precinct. Yes, <laughs> the all-night shopping yeah. precinct. Let's go down there. Let's just hope that the lift doesn't get stuck on the tenth floor because we're really screwed if it does. Mm-hmm. The second lift arrived, and Ms. Stone emerged. <laughs> she set about finding the twins. Wait, just across from the. <laughs> she looked down. There they were. <laughs> that was easy. She said, and went to bed, realising that she was a big mentor. She'd been stalking the corridors for no reason. Looking for her own boobs. (laughs) Oh, there they are, in my bra. (laughs) It's just like when you put your glasses on your head and then look around everywhere for them, isn't it? Suddenly, oh, they're on my head. Where have my boobs gone? Oh, there they are, in my brassiere. Just across from the lifts, five girls were hiding under a restaurant table. Has she gone? I don't know. Perhaps we should look and check. I'd like to ask a question. Who's sitting on me foot? Why are you (laughs) sitting on me foot when there's a perfectly good chair there? Is this it? No, that's me nose. (laughs) Ha ha! That's my nose. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Who's sitting on my foot? Is this your foot? No, that's my nose. <laughs> that is a weird... I mean, that's very dark under the table for a start, isn't it? Under the table, it's pitch black. It's dark and, in a very different way, though. Yeah, and at least one of them is lying down on the ground, on her back, yeah. going, don't sit on me foot. Yeah. Uh, no, that's my nose. Mm. Well, it's me. Who's me? It's Claire. I'm sitting on your foot. <laughs> Well, will you get off? Will you get off me foot? <laughs> okay. No, I won't get off your foot. Or should I have to get off your foot? Why don't you get off my foot? I'll make you Nobody a deal. ever gets off my foot, do they? <laughs> Nobody's on your foot. I'll make you a deal. I'll get off your foot, but I'm staying on your nose. <laughs> All right, then. If you must. Who's <laughs> sitting on her nose, anyway? <laughs> I have no idea who any, or anyone's You're sitting doing. on her face. I mean, one of the <laughs> yeah. girls is sitting on her face. Yeah. It's disgusting. It is under a table in a restaurant. Yeah. So um, maybe we should check and look. I don't know which character said that. You you said that was a stupid idea. That's timid. Alice. Yeah, that's very good. Um, what? I said nothing of the store. And anyway, no one asked you. I've got some bad news for you. Oh. I appear to be leaking. Oh, what? I mean, the line is, I'm leaking. I'm leaking. Um... Looking, it says looking. All right, that was, that was one honest mistake. It seriously, looks like leaking. I mean, even uh, you're all under, under oh, a Oh yeah, table. seriously. After a big conversation about we should have a look, let's have a look. Here's and we'll have a look. I've forgotten about that. It's it's obvious ages ago. that someone says I'm leaking. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm glad that she's not the person sitting on someone's nose if she's leaking. The thing is, what? I'm just that thinking, wet like, stuff going up my nose. <laughs> I was just thinking, five girls under a table. What's mm. what's the worst thing that could happen? At this point? <laughs> One of them starts leaking. That'd be awful, wouldn't it? Whether it's like weeing or bleeding. I mean, that's you know. I suppose you know, if like people, get, if someone's sitting on, she could get punctured, and her water could come out. Exactly, anything could happen. She could have. Like, we are eighty percent water, aren't we, humans? <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. surprise, more we're of us like, don't leak. We're like water balloons. Yeah. And if someone's sitting on your nose, yeah. that could burst any time. Could do. And then you're like, not only am I leaking, but I've also burst. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I'm like flying around the room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not the water balloons do that, but I imagine they do. They do. They do. <laughs> they do. They've been not around there, him under the table, just in that small confine. Yeah. 
in the with a load of like with five girls underneath yeah. it. Yeah, okay, I admit it is a little foolish to think that's <laughs> I'm leaking, but it really does look like it. Let's have a look. Yeah, that says I'm leaking. You're right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just say I'm leaking. But then, yeah, I realised that the, the next line confused me because I thought it said I'm leaking, and then it says go on then poll. Like, that's weird. And I'm like, what, what? I wonder what that means. And then I was like, okay, um, three, two, one, um, now. And I'm like, what's this got to do with leaking? And they like, going to bung up the leak. Three, two, one, bung, cork. And then really? I realised they would mean like, that, that, like she's leaking because she's desperate for a wee, and it's starting to come out, and it says yeah. just go for it. So three, two, one, and then she just pisses everywhere. Pisses everywhere. Yeah, that makes sense. But no, it says I'm looking. Um, someone said. Says, go on, on then, Paul. She's gone. She's gone. She announced. The others looked out. Phew, said Amy, as they all returned to their seats and sweets. Being four bowls of ice cream and one bowl of dead animal carcass. <laughs> <laughs> You've changed your tune. Yeah, this is not what I ordered. <laughs> I said I'm a vegetarian and I don't want any dead animal carcasses. <laughs> And you brought me a bowl of animal carcasses. <laughs> yeah, we ate vegetarians. Dogs. Dogs run this restaurant. Yeah. We, we hate vegetarians. We're dogs. We like meat. Yeah. yeah, okay. So it's a, a gold dog restaurant. Vegetables. No vegetables here. <laughs> they hate vegetarians and vegetables. Bones. Bones only. No yeah. vegetables. That's why the carcasses. Yeah. So, uh, oh, and ice cream. Uh, ice cream is yeah, fine, but dog as long as it's got yeah. diet chicken in it. Yeah, chicken ice cream. <laughs> Beef ice cream. Yeah. Do no. dogs eat chicken? Can you... Yeah, of course they do, right? What? I have never... Well, I have had a dog, but I don't think... I couldn't remember. What do dogs eat? Is it just... Anything. Is it just... (laughs) Everything. Yeah. Um, Is it just bones? Is that what you're going to say? Is it just 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 bones? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but is it just bones? Um, That's what I thought. No, they eat anything. And they eat those special bones that are, like, shaped... They know what they're getting. They 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 only eat those long bones with the kind of heart shape at either end, don't they? Oh, yeah, yeah. Being four bowls of ice creams... and one fruit salad. On the account that, the ice cream contained something used for killing pigs. <laughs> like <a> gun. <laughs> so, flavoured ice cream, they have that. <laughs> posh hotel, isn't it? You can get anything out of pot. Yeah. If it's a super posh gold. Where's the swimming pool going? Is it planning to open a shop? Or is it going to the casino where it will put itself on red, win another swimming pool and get married? Then get a house, buy a dog and drown it? Worst writer in the world Worst writer in the world Worst writer in the world Worst writer in the Thanks for listening to this episode of The Worst Writer in the World. If you'd like extended episodes and loads of other amazing stuff, then why not join our Patreon for as little as $2 a month? And you just get loads of stuff for that. That is such a bargain. Why wouldn't you do why that? Why wouldn't you do that? And if you want to see Howard singing, singing amazing songs that he wrote when he was younger, then you should also check out The Worst Songwriter in the World. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is a video series. Yeah. The first episode available now. Check it out on our YouTube or by looking at the Facebook group. Group. 
thanks to everyone who entered our art challenge. If you want to see the entries, there's loads of pictures of the characters in the Mystery of the Golden Bus and some amazing pictures too, right? Oh, amazing pictures. If you want to know what people art. think they look like, go right. and check it out. On the Facebook group, Worst Writer in the World. Do you want to name check any of those brilliant artists? I'm going to name check all of them. So thanks to everyone who sent us pictures, including Ben Shilato, Ben Ross, Krista Brennan, Peter Gordon, Scott Purdy, Keone Morell, Keris Morgan Richards, Katie Smith, Rose Parsons, Yarrow Suave Rainiac, Jeremy Shelton and Paige Warden Flood. You're all amazing. Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye bye. He's a stupid, suck ass, rubbish writer. Yeah.